What up, peoples? Thank you for listening to Cheryl Talk. Happy new day. It's a new day. Today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. And it's filled with many opportunities and possibilities. We just have to get to it. So again, happy new day. I got that term from my beautiful friend, Sean. And it's something I'm going to continue to use because it gives me a lot of happiness and it gives me a lot of hope. All right. Surrendering to your ego, surrendering to the past, not being consumed by the future, staying present. That's what sweet surrender is all about. So today I'm going to talk to you about ways that you can have that in your life. And I'll also give you some information from experts in the field on being present, uh, letting go and surrender. Every day it's important to set your intention. Uh, Set it every day and set it early. I set an intention in the morning. It comes up on my calendar, on my phone. And regardless of when I wake up, Uh, And regardless of what's going on, I make it a point to stop and spend that five to seven minutes going over my intention and reading my mission and my vision. Uh, If I can't read it out loud, I'll read it silently. It will be read because even when I'm not at my best, not feeling my best, feeling down, feeling oppressed or just struggling, when I read that it really gives me hope and it gets me kind of hype and it gets me going and it makes me know that I have a gift and I have talents and I have things I need to do to make the world a better place, to get my happiness and to help others. And it gives me fuel, fuel for my passion. And I do it every day. Even if it's midday and I haven't read it, I'm going to read it and you should set one for yourself. You should not just let your day happen and sort of roll up on you. As I always say, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready, courtesy of James Brown. All right. Um, have a mantra that you can go to, to get yourself grounded, to calm yourself down. We're under a lot of pressure every day, a lot of stress, and it's very easy to just Go from one thing to the next, multitask, do four things at one time, not give anything 100%, give 10% here. And we're going in 20 different directions and doing kind of half a job at everything. It is much better to be concentrated and focused and do one thing really well with excellence than to do a bunch of stuff, you know, half-heartedly. So my intention, I'm sorry, my mantra that I go to And again, it's something I have on my phone. It's what I have on my dry erase board at work. It's everywhere is I tell myself, it's very simple, be still, be present and be better. That sums it up for me. I need to be still so I can focus, quiet my mind, figure out what I need to do or not do. Be present. There is no past. There's no future. Just be present right now in the moment. Be better. That's what I want. I want to be good. I want to feel good. I want to do good. I want to be better. And so I came up with that mantra and it's what I say to myself when I'm meditating in the morning. It's what I say to myself if I need to meditate midday, late afternoon. It's what I say to myself as I'm calming myself and decluttering my mind as I prepare to go to bed and sleep and rest for the night. So set a mantra for yourself in addition to making an intention for yourself and your life each day for your family as well. All right. 
The Secret is a book written by Rhonda Byrne. It's a book and it's also a movie on Netflix. And it's basically about the law of attraction. And it's so worth the read and so worth the watch. This stuff is real and it works. I read The Secret when I was finishing up my last semester of grad school. And as I was preparing to take the state licensing exam, which was very expensive and very hard. So I did not want to have to take it more than once. And I was also uh, in the class of people graduating who could take the licensure exam and not have to wait two years to take this exam after graduating. So it was a lot was on the line and I wanted to pass. I needed to pass and it needed to happen. And I happened to have read this, the secret in my last semester. And it talks about the law of attraction and how what we focus on and expend our energy and time and passion and pouring ourselves into is what manifests. And so I truly poured myself into preparing for that exam, studying and attracted to myself the passing score that I needed and the license that I would obtain. And what I did was I wrote my name with the credentials that I would have once I graduated and got my master's. And once I passed that exam, I wrote that every day, 10, 20 times a day. People probably thought I was crazy. I didn't care. I wrote it because I want, I wanted to attract that into my life and I wanted to draw it to me. So that's what I did. I wrote my name as I wanted to see it. And guess what? I passed the exam. Not only did I pass it, I got more points than I needed. And also I graduated and I got my master's. So I firmly believe that my thinking, my positive thinking, my focus and concentration, the preparation I put into it, among other things, is what led me to be able to achieve those things. And then I continue to do it in other areas of my life, things I wanted in my, you know, personal relationships and my relationship with my family, with my husband, with friends things I didn't want in my life anymore. It really does work. I would think about something, think about it, focus on it um, to the point where I dream about it. I see it. It would seem so real. Like, was that a reflection from yesterday? Did it already happen? And lo and behold, here it comes. I see things in vivid color. I would remember voices, sounds, taste, everything. And it would come to fruition. So it is real. The law of attraction is real. Deepak Chopra has a book about the law of attraction. Uh, This book, The Secret by Rhonda Byrne is excellent. Look into it, read it, give it some consideration because it is truly a real thing. What we focus on and what we zone in on, we attract it to ourselves and we bring it to fruition. Let go and surrender to now. There's a TED Talk. Uh, It was the TEDx American Riviera 2012, The Ecstasy of Surrender by Judith Orloff, MD. So she talks about, uh, I forgot how long it is. Again, it's another one that's worth the listen and the watch. She talks about her life and how, you know, she learned to set an intention each day and spend time meditating and focusing on herself and getting herself ready for the day before she would see patients and before it got too busy, carving out that time for herself because it was absolutely necessary and it was a priority. No matter what was going on, she had to have time for herself and so do we. She tells the story of her mother 
who was a, I believe she was a nurse practitioner or family practitioner. And she uh, was a physician, so to speak, at the time when people, when doctors went to do home visits and visited people in their homes. And her mom uh, was older than say, you know, newer doctors coming out of med school. And she felt like she needed to get the one up the leg up to make herself more, um, in line with upcoming physicians to stay more relevant, you know, to make sure she didn't get like pushed out and marginalized and, you know, left behind. So she felt like she needed to take, take a state board licensing exam. And it was really hard which most are probably very expensive too. And so prior to taking this exam, uh, Dr. Orloff talks about her mom having been diagnosed with a benign form of lymphoma. So fast forward, it's 20 years later, she's getting ready to take this exam. So she's studying, she's stressing out, she's worried, she's second guessing herself. She's not believing in herself. She's thinking if she doesn't pass the exam, she's, she's done you know, the younger doctors and physicians are going to take over. Nobody's going to want this, you know, older, you know, practitioner lady coming to their house. She's going to be out of a job. She won't be able to do her passion, which is caring for people and helping them be well. So she tears herself apart. She's stressed out. She's run down. She takes the test and she passes it. Well, right after passing the test, she finds out that she now has malignant leukemia. And shortly after that, she passed away. Before she passed away, she told her daughter, Dr. Judith Orloff, that she felt it. She felt on a cellular level, her body changing and becoming weaker and her getting sick behind all the toxic stress that went into her taking this exam. And she really felt like that is what caused the disease to come out of regression and to be active and aggressive and turn malignant. I believe it. I personally believe it. I believe that if we are under acute toxic stress and turmoil for a long time, it really does take a toll on our bodies as well as our minds. And the mind and the body to me go hand in hand. Healing and repair, there's a physicality to it. However, there is also a mental aspect to it. So it's very important that you set your intentions and that you focus on what you want in your life and what you want to attract. I'm not saying that you don't need medicines. I'm not saying that you don't need treatments and different therapies to help whatever illness or whatever ailment you have. What I'm saying is, in addition to that, your mind has to be focused. And you have to have an intention of well-being. And we also can't torture ourselves and tear ourselves down for the sake of pleasing others. And I think that was part of what she talks about in her TED Talk is that her mother was tearing herself up, thinking she was less than and she wasn't worthy of being a practitioner because she didn't have this, you know, this state license, this other set of, you know, letters behind her name. And as a result of that, I'm guessing her immune system was weakened because she was so stressed out and that the disease came out of regression and, you know, took, took the toll for the worst. So set your intentions, be kind to yourself. And as I said in the podcast before, 
Let's hold ourselves and others to the standard of grace and not perfection. Now, another person that I want to mention and recommend to you is Talopa. Uh, I learned about this from my son, Marlon, who also has a podcast, which was formerly known as Exist Above and is now called Project M. Check him out. He's on iTunes. And Talopa was an Indian master and yogi and a tantric practitioner. He gives the quintessential advice of being present and letting go and surrender and six short words. All right. So the first one is do not recall. Don't go back. Don't unnecessarily reflect. Don't tear yourself up. Beat yourself up about the past. Let it go. Do not imagine. Yes, sometimes we do get carried away and we daydream and we think about things. However, if we imagine too much, sometimes, depending on who we are in our brains, we can imagine and think into things too much. And then we go down the rabbit hole and we're thinking the worst and we're playing out the worst case scenarios. And then we're all worked up. We're anxious. We're stressed out. Do not imagine. Number three, do not think. Now, that sounds crazy. But hear me out. Do not think. Be organic. Let it happen. Let go. See what happens. Be open to change. Be open to possibility. Don't think too much into it. Don't think too hard. Simply be present and be. Do not examine. Don't parse the fine hairs. Don't tease it out. Don't look at every fine, minute detail all the time. Sometimes we have to take things at face value. And go with it. If you examine and you probe and you dig, you could dig and dig up something that you wish you had left alone. Do not control. We are not in control. As much as we like to think we're in control, we're not. God is truly in control. We are simply puppets in the show. He's pulling all the strings, putting all the people and the places and the things together. He sees the beginning and the end. He sees way further down the road than we could ever even imagine. So let him be in control. Do your part and let it go. Do your best. That's all anybody can ever ask of anyone is to simply do your best and the rest will come into play. The rest will come together. The sixth thing is rest. Simply rest. Abide in his peace. Abide in the joy and the peace of the present moment. Again. Don't worry about the past. Don't worry about the future. Rest. Mostly this is about that space. I'm sorry, in the morning uh, when you're meditating, you're preparing for your day, or it might be when you have a moment to yourself midday, end of the day as we prepare to go to bed to rest. As we unwind and we do our brain dump and we're letting all this out, I really think that's when we can use these six practices. Now, if you're actively engaged in work and you're doing something, you need to focus. I don't know that you can necessarily do these things. However, as a practice, I think if you're doing these kind of things in the morning when you're meditating or if you're exercising, working out and you want to take your mind there or in the evening, I think if you do that, it trains the mind to handle everyday pressures and stress and work uh, 
more efficiently and you don't get trapped into doing these things of going back to the past so much, jumping too far ahead in the future, overthinking things. I think if you practice this and you have a a mindfulness practice, that these things will, will become very organic for you and you'll naturally go there. You'll naturally do those things of do not recall, do not imagine, do not think, do not examine, do not control your rest. And I think if you get stressed out or you get overwhelmed, you could easily do these things and get yourself grounded and get yourself centered. Again, if you have a mantra, say your mantra to yourself, my mantra, be still, be present, be better. And I say that to myself until I feel better and I'm not having that stressful feeling anymore and I'm calm. In closing, I offer to you, let go, let God and know that he's got you and whatever you're facing. You beating yourself up, going back and forth, getting stuck on the past, who's hurt you, who's done you wrong, how to pay them back, which is futile. There's no point to consume with the future. What am I going to do? How am I going to do this? How am I going to pay for that? Where am I going to get that? How am I going to get this for my kids? How I don't know what to do. Birds never wonder. The tiniest creatures, ants, you think they worry and wonder how they're going to get food back to their anthill, how they're going to get the crumbs we drop back to the anthill to feed everybody? No, because the creator is truly in charge. So let go and let God and surrender. Surrender to now and just be at peace. Enjoy it. Be in the present moment and surrender. The sweet surrender of letting go and just existing. It's very powerful, very simple, and it'll be very, very beneficial to you and your well-being. Until the next time, I want you to laugh more, love deeply, and live the life you want to have. I love you to life. Bye.